Welcome to Pursuing the Rock Podcast, a podcast of Rootville Road Baptist Church. Here we talk all things life, scripture, and ministry. I'm Andrew, the student pastor. I'm Garrett, the college pastor. And I'm Jason, the church man. I got to bring something new every time. Yeah, you're definitely new. Hey, everyone, every time. I think looks forward to that right there. What is yeah. Jason going? To, no, what is the churchman going to introduce himself like today? All eleven countries. All dude, eleven countries worldwide. Guys, can I can I tell you guys something? You guys are going to appreciate this because I know both of you have seen it. I feel like you have seen it. Okay. You guys know what came out in 2022 that I just watched for the first time last night? Comedy or rom com? Oh, neither. By action? Yes. 2022. 2022. Like top. Top. Oh, it was Top Gun. Oh, that was a great movie. Maverick, man. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, my. I can't say anything then. It's on, it's on, uh, it's on Amazon Prime for free. Really? That's why we watched, Lakin, Lakin, I think, had watched it with, 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 uh, she went to the movies maybe with her Mm. sister and her brother. Yeah, I (laughs) know. And uh, and she said, you still haven't seen this, have you? And I'm like, no. She's like, let's watch it. Well, 15 minutes into it, she falls asleep. And I didn't feel bad because she'd already seen it. I was stuck, man. What? And there were so many like glimpses from the original Top Gun that it was just, man, it was a masterpiece. It, it was beautiful. Is the original Top Gun on there, too? Uh, I don't know. Have you seen the original Top Gun? I have. It's just been a long time. Yeah, and I would like definitely to go, watch it I first. would like to go back and rewatch it before I watch That's That's the reason I've held off. Just watch it first. Yep. And then just enjoy it because Maverick's three times the movie. Oh, gosh. Was. It was so good. It was so much better. I didn't even want it to end. No, no. It, I want to talk about it so bad right now. So I'm gonna, I won't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lay this out there for you. For a kid that I was born in the 80s, however, it came out a year after I was born. I didn't watch it until, like, let's say, 91. Mm-hmm. Changed my life. Mm. Wow. Like to the point of, and this was every kid in the 80s, by the way. Like, yes. my cousin was going to be a pilot because of this. Uh, you know, Naval ROTC, this is what he wanted to do. Uh, I was like, oh, I'm dead. Like, everybody wanted to fly. And man. Like, Tom Cruise, it, man. It, I could watch it what now and still be like, oh, I'm going to go be a pilot. How many actors can, like, act in a movie that long ago and then come back in 2022 and, and look the same, act the same, yeah. do everything the same? Uh, no. That's an impressive man. He's, yeah, it, minus his beliefs. Minus oh, yeah. a lot of things. Ooh, However, ooh, ooh, when it comes to the screen, the guy's got, I mean, like all of the, the, the Mission Impossibles. I mean, yeah. all of these things, man. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's a quality movie. Oh. And I so appreciated the fact, just this is no, this is no like giving anything away. I appreciated the fact that it was mostly wholesome. Yeah, there the was, second one was good. There was no like, you know... There was nothing terrible. Language, sure, it came up some. Even first, the language, though, wasn't like no, it wasn't super unreal. Again, the first one this was is, a lot it's, worse. It's still only for a mature audience. And mm-hmm. and hey, look. So let me say all that, students and everything. Disclaimers. Else. However, Six graders, I'm going to watch it now. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Ask your mom. Yeah, for real. It's it, the second one is a better movie, and it has less than the first movie. Yeah, like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'll just say this. There's, and this isn't a spoiler, but. In the first one, they talk about a person named Penny Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Key into that when you rewatch the first yep. one. That just blows through it, but just remember it. Yep. And, uh, yeah, remember call signs. All that stuff is oh, so yeah. helpful. And it's going to be really helpful that you're going to watch them so close in. It's like so close in proximity to watch Watch them, them. straight back to back. Oh, gosh. You got time Ooh, for that. I, I, I wish I would have never seen it so I could watch it again for the oh, first time. I'm gonna. I'm going home today and watching it. Free on Amazon Prime. That's so good. I've been paying for that, and I don't ever use it. <laughs> uh, Steven just told us about a Billy Graham documentary on there that's apparently really good, too. I, so I watch, might have to pull that. It, 
you ever watch his old uh, sermons? Oh, yeah. I'm talking, did we talk about this last week? A couple mm. weeks ago, whatever? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I, I catch them every now. These are like in the 60s, black and black. Oh, and yeah. White, uh-huh. like no color. People filing out of the yeah. aisles. And they didn't care. They were coming mm-hmm. on down because he was like, hey, I'm just going to tell you, shoot you straight. Well, nobody does that anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His voice is iconic. Oh, you know, we talked. We were talking about Charles gosh. Stanley. He, he died mm-hmm. over the weekend. Over the weekend? Yeah, last, last week. Last Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, like, you talk about an iconic voice. Like, Charles Stanley had that. When, mm-hmm. you, when you heard him come on the radio, you knew it was him. Billy Graham was the same way. Yeah, that's right. He was the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, a, there's a few guys, especially that generation, uh-huh. that, like, had those as soon voices. as you hear their voice, like, there's yeah. no, there's no, like... I wonder who that is. Um, yeah, I'll cool. tell you. I'll tell you what. Something that most of those guys. Well, let's say at least Billy Graham, and at least uh, at least Charles Stanley had. That's integrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. I remember in fifth grade, uh, I had to write a paper. We had to write a paper in fifth grade on who is the most impactful person uh, in the world. Like from that you. long ago, you wrote a paper on Jason. The church. Yeah, man. I How just, did you do I, that? Because the Lord gave me a prophetic vision, <laughs> and I knew. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And uh, I wrote it on Billy Graham. I remember that. Uh, oh, we had to write cool. a paper on on oh, who. Like you should try to find that. You think you yeah. can find it, or is it on know. an old Dell? There that's used in the trash to be. Somewhere? So whenever oh, I around. was, whenever I was still living with my parents uh, up in Douglasville, there was a a little nook in my old room, and there was a plastic container there with all my old work all my old notebooks and stuff like that that they had saved all my score from over the years Dude, if i could that. find that feels that, right for baby boy doesn't it <laughs> yeah. if i could find baby that boy that may be in there trophies too uh I nothing think, wrong with this by the way i, I just don't know I where they, i don't know where my trophies are because oh, my mom just gave didn't. me all my stuff he didn't have any trophies oh no i had too many trophies oh, I'm sure. because <laughs> i grew up in part of the era where you just got a trophy for just finishing yeah. the season yeah. yeah and so like i had too many trophies my uh, trophies are unidentifiable because some of them are T O N Y, T O N I, T O N I E. I'm like, uh, guys, but you were I proud literally of write them. it on a paper for you. You were proud of them, though. Oh yeah, yeah I had I had three from upward soccer and basketball that were most Christ-like trophies they give out at the end of the season. That's a, that's they were like, whenever I got them as a kid, they were taller than me. They were those huge like stand-up trophies. <laughs> some of them were like six foot tall, and so I had three of those most Christ-like. Um, yeah, it's hard like bragging about that because it's like, man, that's not very most humble. Yeah, most... but like, it's not bragging about it. It's just like I I remember thinking as a kid, this is the most incredible thing ever. I have yes. a six foot tall trophy sitting in my room, three of them. I think you yeah. should put that in your bedroom. I think so. Brittany would like that. <laughs> right next to that big mule deer. We're gonna <laughs> um, no, that you, you hit on it and having integrity, and he just blew past it. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, I'm sorry. It's okay. I was just thinking about <laughs> the, so the paper that it's I wrote integral. on Billy Graham in fifth grade. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. No, uh, we we came up with, with some stuff for integrity, and um, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, we need to address a few things, though. Like, what is it? Mm-hmm. Like, um, we hear about it a lot. But what does it truly mean to have integrity? Um, Here's what <clears throat> Miriam herself says. Webster, wow, Miriam. Integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles or also moral uprightness. So we could even say, like, that's a great summation, even just by worldly standards. So let's don't even talk about, like, Bible just yet. Like, like people who are even not Christians can be can have integrity, yes. moral uprightness. That's right. Good decision-making. A, a stand-up guy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. He, he's kind. He's nice. All of those kind of things. Now, we know that the only way that we can truly have integrity 
is is to be filled with the spirit and exemplify fruits of the spirit, but integrity. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So maybe like Jason, Jason's the one that brought up this topic and just wanted to talk about it. And so, uh, Jason, would you like? Do you want to read the yeah. devotion where where you got the idea from just talking about integrity? So this, this I, need for it. Yeah, and it's really strange how it all came together because that same day you had a devotion completely mm-hmm. not related. Uh, but Kyle Carter, a really good friend of ours here at the church, mm-hmm. he'll send me, we hand the uh, daily devotions that we hand out, you know. Oh, yeah. And he, every now and again, uh, maybe three, four times a week, he'll send me one. And this week was, was integrity. And uh, it starts out as, he who walks with integrity walks securely, but he who perverts his way, his ways will become known. That's Proverbs 10, uh, 9. Uh, what would you say is the single most important characteristic of a person who wants to be successful and make a difference in the world? Some would say intelligence. After all, knowledge is power in numerous ways. Others argue it's intensity, the spirit of conquest supplemented with a passion that becomes contagious. Yet others propose that it is insight, good old common sense, accompanied by the ability to clearly perceive certain issues. The Bible says the most important quality in success is integrity. He who walks with integrity walks securely, but he who perverts Mm. his ways will become known. You will eventually become known by your integrity or the lack of it. We, we have all known people along life's road who possess extraordinary intelligence, but no integrity, and they are no longer in the race. Others with great intensity and passion, but little integrity, uh, have ended up the same way. The same result is true of people with insight, but, um, and insight, but no integrity. The thesaurus equates integrity, almost there, stay in there, hang in there with me. The, um, the thesaurus equates integrity with such words as honesty, completeness, and mm-hmm. incorruptibility. Mm, integrity begins in your private world that's where it starts private privately okay the part what what are you doing when nobody's looking right mm-hmm. uh, the part of you that's uh, let me keep up here small writing the part of you that becomes your professional world here people know you by your product your work ethic or your skill set and they all ask the same question can I trust you? Mm. That's a big one with me. Yeah. I, have, I have trouble mm. with that. I really do, and I shouldn't, but I, I do. Because you've met people who correct are without integrity. Only takes one. Uh, mm. Finally, your integrity shows up in the public, in your public world. So here's the question: Do you have integrity? Mm. And that wow. that for me, um, I always had a, a coach that would say, you know, it takes years to build up your, your yes. reputation and mm. seconds to blow it. Mm. Do not. Man, make that your, is so true. Mm-hmm. That is so true. 100%. And I, I mean, like, and we could each give personal accounts to, yes, even where we failed in that, mm-hmm. but also certainly where we've been hurt by that. And yeah, right. especially Christians, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah. again, let's take my walk. Um, raised in the church with my mom and she would get me there as much as I could. And then all it took was me getting to high school and getting a reputation of, man, fun guy, uh, you know, we'll be there for you. Good looking. I mean, well, let's, let's not get into that. <laughs> anyway, but uh, no, like, and then you start hanging with these types of people and you're just grouped in with mm-hmm. that. But uh, that reputation of integrity yeah, of, okay, right. what are you doing when nobody's looking? And that still hits yes, me as an adult. If man, you, if you so can good. grasp that younger, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially, let's take, am I doing my devotions? You know, obviously Kyle is, he's sending them to me, right? But Shout I, out or, Kyle. Yeah, that's right, Kyle. But uh, it's like our last Sunday's uh, about prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, are we doing it enough? Well, that's having integrity right yeah, there that's right. privately, like it talks yeah. about. Am I praying enough the right way? Mm-hmm. Um, so I struggle. Yeah, I struggle it's very interesting because your, your, your private life is not truly private. 
mm-hmm. you know, there is an eye always on you, the all-seeing eye of the Lord, you know, and so uh, you may think I'm out, I'm, I'm this way out in public, but in private, I'm really this way, but but you're really not fooling anyone, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. one, you know, but then more than anything, the Lord knows exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, integrity is more than just outward actions. It's it's about who what your yes. heart is. Um, yes. It's about your heart. What you what you really desire. Um, mm. Oh man. Yeah, think about it like uh, you know we all have, and you will soon enough. Okay, I have little kids. Mm-hmm. Garrett, I cannot tell you how many times I'll just kind of sneak around and just watch what they're doing, right? Because yeah. they want to see who's they want to see who's looking, and sometimes yep. like cleaning their rooms a big thing right now with all of them except for Mary Michael who's a baby, but. Uh, they ain't doing it if you ain't watching them. Yeah. Uh-huh. I God, don't care. Funny. And I'll walk up there even when I say I'm coming up there in five minutes. What are they doing? They're playing. I mean, so there's oh, no, zero I hear, integrity. I hear mom and dad coming. I'm getting out of the bed and running over there. And <laughs> well, listen, clean. I get it. Okay, okay <laughs> let's take a, uh, and this again, sure. secular view, but in the Marines, like we had to keep our, our bunks. We figured out a way to use boot bands, stretchy boot bands, right? And we'd hook underneath the racks our sheets. So we would just sleep on top with a poncho liner every night so we wouldn't have to make them. Mm-hmm. Now, again, like in the daytime, though, when we were doing cleaning, you know, the squad band stuff, you'd see some guys laying up under racks, you know, doing that. And now we were allowed to do this as far as our senior sure. drill instructor. So we were going to get away with it. But then you get guys laying under there and they lay there a little long. Yeah, they were sleeping. Because, right. mm-hmm. again, like they just were like, you know, when everybody else is cleaning and all that, and you just they, let them do the work. Yeah. Well, they, I, when we were talking about like thinking about this, here's what I wrote. Even as we like kind of transition from, you know, what it is, why do we do it? But, but and we haven't even talked about you know the importance of it as Christians. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that in a second. But but even this idea of um, it, it's really easy to do when there's nothing at stake. It's really easy to make the right choice when it's not going to harm you either way. But you let money be on the line. You let what people think about you be on the line. Mm-hmm. You let your passions and what the, how good this would make you feel. You, you let these things like creep in and and to make the right decision quickly becomes a little bit more difficult yeah it's not always hey option a or option b yeah yeah that's it's right. like which which one's the right decision you can if you had a test a multiple choice test of all those you could pick all the right mm-hmm. decisions but you let other things start to blur those lines mm-hmm. and to uh, yeah. let the flesh stink sneak in and more often than not you'll find yourself picking the the wrong option when you know very clearly with a clear conscience that the other option is the right thing to do yes yes um. So let's do this. Why why is it important for a Christian? We'll just say it in general. Because, I mean, like trust is developed in in. I mean, like if you can't trust your banker, you're not going to put your money there. If you can't trust your salesman, and you think he doesn't have integrity, you're not going to invest in him. But let's yeah. just talk about it just strictly from like a a Christian standpoint. Why should the Christian have integrity? I think I, I think to First Timothy chapter three when it's talking about the qualifications for a pastor, and so you know those are specific to a pastor, but I think they have a lot of carryover to just a regular Christian. And one of those qualifications is is thought well of, uh, thought well of by outsiders. Outsiders think of them well, and so I think that's very important for all Christians. And that's that's an integrity uh, mm-hmm. characteristic. Is when, if you're thought well of by outsiders, yeah, it means that you're right. a man or a woman of integrity, where people can look at you and know that you are upright, that you are um, a stand-up person, mm-hmm. that you are morally right, that you can be trusted by them. And so, if you're a Christian 
and you're not thought of well by outsiders because you have poor integrity, it defames the name of the uh, Lord. It defames the church. It defames all of those things. It makes people have a bad view of these things, right? And so we strive as Christians to be men and women of integrity mm-hmm. so that not only people we can trust one another, but so that people outside the church can can uh, see us and, and have a good picture of what it means to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, since Genesis— We've we've struggled with that. Yeah, and that. I mean, like, God had one one thing. Yeah, and it was well. He's not here right now, so we'll just we'll just grab some of this. Let me nibble on this thing. I'm yeah, not this can't to. be that bad, right? Now again, we let other things mm. judge. Like, just like today, as we're in school, as we're in work, we let people affect our integrity mm. by hey, everybody's doing it. Like right. Mm-hmm. So biblically speaking, we've struggled with it forever. It ought to be a fruit of the spirit, right? Like again, like you dive off into totally. it, it better. Like that should be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then it goes all the way down the line. And um, again, I know this is the most cliche thing you you hear, but think about Jesus and his integrity. Mm-hmm. He could have turned. I mean, when nobody was looking, and but he, he didn't. He stayed the course, just like he knew his father wanted him to do. Um, to save everybody, and um, it sounds easy to you know. Oh, it's Jesus, of course. But like. Yeah. And you put a lot of us up against the yeah. wall and say, hey, you're dead. Yeah. Paul says something super similar to this as he's, as he's before, uh, I think it's Felix in, in, uh, in Acts 24. He's, let me just read it. It's, it's helpful. Paul, uh, uh, Acts 24, 16. So I always take pains to have a clear conscience toward both God and man. Mm. I take pains. Here's what he means. He says he struggles hard to make sure that he is at he is not at odds with man or with God. Think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. I, I try to be one of good conscience. Like, and you guys know me, Garrett. How many times have I called you or texted you and said, "Hey, man, I'm sorry. I I hope you didn't take it this way. I I really didn't mean. I genuinely try, but it, and it pains me to think, oh man, I hope I'm not at odds with somebody, or to think somebody has a problem with me." Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it mm-hmm. like I want to fix those things. Why? Because I want people to speak well of me. Mm-hmm. Why? Because when they're speaking of me, I pray that they're connecting me with Jesus, and I don't want them to have this false view of who Jesus is. Yeah, I actually used that as an example uh, in the high school guys small group here recently. That you weren't in there. I think you were either counseling or the week you were sick. And uh, I told everyone, you know, like Andrew does this, not like, not in a weird way, but he's doing it so that he has a clear conscience mm-hmm. and that he knows that like, I, uh, mm-hmm. that he loves me and cares for me. And I said, in a lot of time, every time he does it, yeah. I'm like, bro, like you're overthinking it. It takes way more than that mm-hmm. to like, hurt, I'd rather have that feelings. than the opposite. Yeah. That's what, that's what I told him. I and said, I have had the opposite. That's yeah, right. And that's why, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, it's funny you say that. I just, I use that example because you always do a great job of that. And the reason is, is because you want to make mm-hmm. sure you are uh, a man of integrity and that mm-hmm. you, are, you are clean before God and with others. Totally. So there's no, uh, there's no yeah. division there. Because any decision that you or I or we make, it's not worth not sleeping at night because you hate yourself. Yeah. It's not. It's not worth, as Jason said a minute ago, building all these years of trust and because of yourself, your your selfishness or your pride or your whatever to like give those things up. Yeah. Um. I'll come back to this in uh, Titus, but so everything, would you say um, if you have integrity, and I mean, just like you're talking about how you feel about things, if you have integrity and you really focus on that, does that clear up like 95% of problems? 
it 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 takes care of a lot of things. Yeah. Or I, it here. Let me say this. It at least brings clarity because yeah. what could happen is somebody could say, "You're right. You did this." Well, hey, look. At least it's on the table now. Mm-hmm. There's right. not a bunch of unknown. At least we're really clear in what I need to fix. Then, right? Whether you thought it was right. Totally. You know, your integrity, your compass, moral compass, biblical compass, must point north first. Totally. If you're living with integrity, hey, um, I said I was going to call somebody for you. Okay, you said, hey, I'm going to get you some side. This is completely off the the thing. But, hey, I'm going to get you some side prices. I'll call you. I'll call you. I'll call you. And you never do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, if you do what you say you're going to do, that's having integrity. Yeah. That's so what I do. Mm -hmm. If I I do what I'm saying I'm going to do. So I can get you this deal. If you don't do it, you're not a man of your word. That, yes. That's right. This, I had a I had a wise man once tell me he owned the company. He walked by, I said, "Hey, in sales, if you do this thing right here, if you do mm. what you say you're going to do, mm. you'll be very successful." Mm. Is that too hard to do? No, nope. apparently so. That must be a one of those Jason rules. We need to start adding these. Now that, we again, need to put these things on a list. We'll just put them on the wall. Quotes. I don't remember what the Jay, main. I don't remember what his quotes. first number one rule is, but Tr- I can't. I can't remember what Tr- that is. Churchman isms. <laughs> um, yeah, so like if you say if if you say you're gonna do something, just do it. Now again, have I failed with my kids and that? Yeah, I'm gonna read you a book tonight, and it gets ten thirty, and they're like, hey, running off the walls. Ten oh, thirty. Yeah. Oh, like on the weekend, something like that. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. Like, oh, trust me, trust me. I know it's coming. And they're like, hey, wait, you know, I thought you were gonna read me a book. I'm like, it's ten thirty. It's ten thirty. Well, it's Friday. I don't care. Like some of us got things to do. Anyway, um, and Titus. All right, uh, Titus two seven. Let me make sure it's two seven. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works. And in your teaching, show integrity, Mm -hmm. dignity, and then it goes on, and speech sound and cannot be condemned, so that an opponent may be put to shame, having nothing evil to say about us. Because, again, we already have a target on our back and on our front Mm -hmm. as Christians. Um, We don't need help in fueling that fire. Don't give them ammunition. Don't give them ammo, right? Um, Yeah. yeah, that's such. Because the truth is, look, if, if you want something about me, I got a list of things I struggle with and I got problems with. I'll give you the list, man. Don't worry. Uh-huh. I got problems. Mm-hmm. You know, but the one thing that I don't want to be a problem is my integrity. Yep. Right. I want to be known for making good decisions. I want to be known for, you know, because then also even just thinking about in ministry as all of us are to an extent leading Bible studies and leading ministries and those things, people won't come to you. You will you oh, will lose yeah. ministry opportunities if people don't think that they yeah. can trust you, or that you're going to give them sound advice. Mm-hmm. And like in the Christian life, I don't know that there's few things more important. How in the world are you going to share the gospel with a coworker, or another student, or you know a family member if they know that you're a liar and a cheater? Mm-hmm. You will never be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, my, my father-in-law. When I think integrity, I mean, well, that guy says you can count yeah, on the truth. Yeah, I mean he. See? Vietnam vet flew. I mean, he and that's major. That is huge. I've I can I can call him right now and I could say, hey, I want your opinion on this, mm-hmm. and he would be like, yes, this is the way that this is the right mm-hmm. way. There's no in between with him. Yeah, that's so that's helpful. so good. It's so valuable. I wish more people were like that. Social media. How do you have integrity and all that stuff too? Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can even think about like like uh, this is so silly, but like filters on Facebook. You know, like. I put a picture this morning up of Jude and Lakin, and I did like a black and white filter. But like a lot of people use filters and like face altering things mm. to change what they look like Angles. to disguise. Yeah, all those things. And it's like, mm. like, yeah, it's just interesting when you think of like what all can be considered and connected to integrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. It's rooted in a lot of things. That's what Jason was getting out a while ago. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it fixes 95% of problems because the root of integrity has so many other things rooted in it. Pride, covetousness, lust, all these things can be rooted mm-hmm. in, a, in a character of integrity on um, before God. And so, yeah. man, you, you work towards integrity, and a lot of these other things just kind of come along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I was in my devotional, so Jason said our devotions were, were uh, close to one another. Mine was on integrity as well. It was mm-hmm. a Spurgeon devotional. And he was talking about how like integrity is the greatest legacy we can leave behind mm-hmm. and the greatest inheritance we can give to our children mm-hmm. one day and to the next generation. Wow. Um, it was it was really good. He used Proverbs uh, 27. It says, The righteous who walk in his integrity, blessed are his children after him. Mm-hmm. So this idea that, man, you live a, a life of integrity before the people that come after you, and those things will be caught and those things will be mm-hmm. will be lived on yeah. like through them, you know. And so not just children, but people, you have an influence over people. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. Yep. Everybody has an influence over somebody. And so if you have children, man, you live a life of integrity, mm-hmm. one, to honor the Lord, but two, to train yeah. your children up in mm-hmm. integrity. But then also, if you're a student and you're like, man, I ain't married, I ain't got kids. Like, There's someone that looks up to you. There's someone you influence. Mm-hmm. And so you leave a legacy of integrity. Think even about like you think about a sports team. Mm-hmm. You're on a baseball team. You can leave a legacy behind for that team that is one of integrity, yeah, or you can right. you can leave one that is is poor, mm-hmm. uh, poor work habits, poor this, that, and the other, and those things will like continue to yeah. go from generation to generation. Right. But man, leave an impact on mm-hmm. your teams, leave an impact in your schools that will impact the school mm-hmm. and the teams for a long, long time. So in little things and in big things. That's right. Yeah. Because those little compromises, right? That's kind of the almost the opposite of integrity is is comp- compromising. You know, like mm-hmm. these little compromises that you make when it comes to integrity or your conscience or what's good and what's wrong, like those things add up to huge things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we read this book one time uh, called uh, "The Art of Turnings" by a guy named Kevin DeYoung, and it's, it was basically on the conscience. Mm-hmm. And and the Bible teaches these these different levels of the conscience, the the, the stages of of almost like a, of a of a ruined conscience. You can make these small, tiny, uh, uh, what, what did we say the opposite of integrity is? Compromises, mm-hmm. and and you can sear your conscience. You can make it calloused mm-hmm. to where now no longer do you even know what is right and wrong. Right. You're just making decisions out of what you've made decisions from. So yes, so mm-hmm. those little bitty white lies that you tell the teacher about why you didn't do your homework, those little white lies that you tell your wife about, oh yeah, I just kind of forgot. I mean, whatever it yeah. is, they add mm-hmm. up, and so and they you always add, get caught. By the way, yes, every time, <laughs> and and they add up to. Oh yeah, I, I told my wife, you know, I just blah blah blah, and now you're cheating on her, yeah. and now your family's affected. Or yeah, I just man, I just looked at this one like test, just just I like I just cheated really easily, and nobody's ever gonna know. To now like you, you've been kicked out of school and college for plagiarism. Mm-hmm. You you see these things grow. They never these little compromises turn into huge things. So at baseball practice, finish the drill and actually finish it. Hey, when you're supposed to be cleaning, actually do it. Hey, when you're you know that you're breaking the law by doing something dumb, like just don't do it. Nobody's ever going to find out. That doesn't matter. Right. And the little things and the big things, man, like seek to to have integrity. Be people of integrity. We are God's holy set apart people for a reason. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it sounds so simple. 
Mm-hmm. There's so many yeah. sounds so simple, but there's so mm-hmm. many. Um, you find yourself in places that makes it difficult. Oh, and you're going to be put in places. Mm-hmm. And like, it's funny when you pray for things, be careful because mm-hmm. you're going to get that opportunity. Sure. Like I, I, now that I'm on the topic of Kyle, um, he brought up something earlier and he was like, uh, he's like, man, I pray for my patience. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll be praying for, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, I don't want my arm broke or nothing. Yeah. Like, you better be ready. It's coming. Because <laughs> something's going to be, I mean, yeah, you walk out the good. door and somebody's already like yep. pushing you downstairs. Like, come on, hurry. Yeah. You know, you're going to get patient. So, yeah. And when you make the right decision one time, you know, the easier. next, yeah, it does. Yeah. When you become, oh, that's just who he is. Mm-hmm. Now, people will know you by that person. Now, he's not going to break the rules. Yep. Hey, you can call it square. You can call it whatever. But the Bible calls it godly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a good point. So it's the importance of setting our mind on godly things, practicing godly things, and, um, and, and doing those things. Um, I think maybe we finish with this Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 verse. It's, it just really sums it up. It's finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So I add in, do those things. Don't only mm-hmm. think about them. Do those mm-hmm. things that you set your minds on. What we set our mind on, we will do. Set our mind on wicked things, we'll do wicked things. But if we set our mind on godly things, then we'll do godly things. So set your mind on those list of things, and therefore be a man, be a woman of integrity, ultimately honoring the Lord, glorifying the Lord, and being a good witness to the world. Mm-hmm. So, well, cool. Time to sign off. Time to sign off. Call sign. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you watch it. God, if you haven't Listen, watched it by next, you're getting yeah. spoilers. Look, ne- yeah, next week we're talking about it. Okay. Oh, man, we'll see. We'll see. No, I'm, t- I'm telling you, we're God, watching. Seminary's coming to a close. I don't know if I'm going to have time to watch two movies. What? Two movies? <laughs> oh, come on, man. Between, that, okay. between now and next week? I don't know. We'll see. Put it on in the... All Never right. You, you guys just... You'll know next week if I've had time to watch Top Gun. I'm trying to get not. him to commit so he has to have integrity in doing it. Oh, oh yes. We're do not going to question say. my... Inte- I didn't say it. I didn't commit do to it. Do what you said. I didn't commit to it. That's what I'm I'm committing to this. We're talking about it next week. Yeah, we are. All right, boys, girls. Hey, look, if you want to check out more about Rootville Road Baptist Church or our ministries, you can check us out at therocksm.org or on Instagram at pursuit underscore RRBC. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. See you later. Deuces.